There we go. There go. <laughs> now that I'm in tears. Yo, hello everybody. You are chiming in to MLO. I'm your host, Daddy Nat, and thanks so much today. We've got my main man, Dan Keller. Say what up, man. What's going on? I'm excited about this episode, Dan, because we're talking about the hidden costs of home ownership. You know, we always talk about down payment, closing costs, but what, what about after you get the keys? What about a year after you get the keys? Three years. Right? What are all these yep. things that we really do need a plan for financially? Yep. And there's more to it, and it can make or break the future. And it's always a pleasure to be producing content with you. I enjoy it. Like, we are always so passionate about it. And I think yep. we should start recording our strategy meeting sessions, because, mm -hmm. like, half the podcast has already talked about it. And then we're like, okay, let's record. But we've got five great points today that I'm yep. stoked to go over. Because, you know, I get really passionate about just getting into a home, mm -hmm. but we often don't discuss or plan, I'm guilty too, I've yep. done this too, yep. the other costs of owning yep. a home. Well, and you're sitting across from a 46-year-old dude that's owned multiple homes, that's yeah. lived through home ownership. And so I've got, and I know you own a home, and yeah. you've probably experienced some of the things we're going to talk about today. But I've experienced these firsthand and it's my job, it's our job as mortgage advisors because I think a lot of banks, credit unions, other mortgage people, brokers, I don't call them professionals because if they were professionals, they'd be doing what we're doing, right? Real estate agents, they just don't take the time to inform people of what's next. They're so focused on the transaction and getting you into a home where I think there needs to be, a, the pause button needs to come into play here. Let's hit pause for a moment. I know you're excited to buy a home. You're getting pre-approved, all of that good stuff. Let's hit pause and let's talk about what to expect a year, two, three, four years from now relative to home ownership. So we're going to talk about five or six. I think you said you might ad lib a couple from personal experience. We're going to try to make this condensed. So. Yeah. Next 10 minutes, we're going to talk about five to 10, let's say, hidden costs mm. of home ownership. What's the number one? I think the big one, I think let's start with the big one, right? The big one comes from if you prepared properly during the home buying phase, mm -hmm. you would have had a pre-inspection or a home inspection. Part of that is going to talk about the roof. Mm. And so you need to understand at some point, roofs are 15 to 30 year roofs, right? So it's a good idea to have a, a professional when they do the home inspection, identify how old is the roof and how many years are left on it because a roof in today's inflated wages inflated contractor yeah. age you're talking 15 to 20 to thirty thousand dollars for a roof yeah so let's focus on that one first i think that's really big i'll hand it off to you what do you got yeah with the roof one though, going back to that mm -hmm. the, you got to reverse engineer how much you need to save mm -hmm. so to your point say it's a ten thousand dollar repair in 10 years you need to save a thousand dollars a year divide yep. that by 12 for how many months are in the year and add that into that fixed cost yeah and you know i've had the pleasure of being on your wealthy homeowner about budgeting mm -hmm. and it goes to that what is it the 50 30 20 rule yeah so are we fitting in the yeah. forecasted savings guys and yeah. a lot of people bash hoas like for uh condos or townhomes mm -hmm. but there is healthy hoas and a lot of those hoas are structured to yeah. budget for these forecasted bingo. savings bingo 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 so let's stop right there a homeowners association with a condo complex they have reserve requirements. Mm -hmm. So if you want to buy a condo, buy a condo through the resale certificate, you're going to see 
their budget yep. and their reserves. So if they're budgeting for reserves, don't you think an independent homeowner should do the same? You need to self-assess an yeah. HOA fee for yourself. For yourself. And hopefully some of the tips that Dan breaks down yep. with utilizing savings to get some sort of interest return yep. conservatively, yep. but you gotta give yourself yep. an HOA. Yeah, so a general rule of thumb that I use with all of my clients when we talk about the hidden costs of homeownership, yep. if you could budget and save a half a percentage point to one percentage point of your home's value a year and put that away. So let's say you bought a $500,000 home. Right. If you could put away a minimum of $2,500 a year in a reserve account, mm. that's a half a percentage point of $500,000. Yep. You could put that away a year and just have that in that rainy day, uh, a rainy day account, right? Yeah. You're going to be okay five years from now when your hot water heater goes out or your roof starts to leak yeah. you have to call that guy and it's an $18,000 bill. Yeah. Well, I don't want to blow all of our time talking about the roof, but that is the biggest one, especially, you know, we're in the Pacific Northwest. So there's a lot of rain yep. and those things wear and tear, but there's other areas uh, within the country that are even worse. Like Colorado gets hit with hail. Yep. That's why the homeowner's insurance is so expensive because mm -hmm. those have to be replaced. Mm -hmm. But keep in mind for those big tickets, siding yep. and windows yep. are a part of that too. Yep. So if you've got single pane windows and you were planning to upgrade, reverse engineer that. Yep. They're not going to last forever. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's go to number two because I think that was cosmetic upgrades, right? Yeah. So we hit roof, roof. siding, and windows. That's perfect for number one. Okay. Yep. Structural. Structural. Number two, let's talk about appliances. Uh, yeah, that's it. And I'm stretching back because my wife and I's first ever home was a condo, 70s build, and we converted it to a rental and we moved into a brand new one. So I'm like going back to those days when yeah. like, hey, first and foremost, older doesn't always mean worse. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, if you've got like a 1977 washer dryer, those <laughs> things are tanks Bullet and they roof. will keep running. Yeah. Yeah. You buy something brand new, yeah. guess what we've introduced? Yeah. It's a freaking smart computer yeah. and it breaks down and you need to upgrade like an iPhone 14 yeah. every six months. Yeah. So older doesn't mean worse, but appliance is keep what else do yeah. you have to add to that i'm absolutely convinced that my grandmother's fridge is from the 60s and it still works still and she works still uses it so, yeah. doesn't break down so appliances number two appliances is so important because hot water heater yeah try to go without so that's a big one that i ran into a few years ago i've got kids yeah and a wife we all like to take a warm shower in the morning right get ready for school no hot water i instantly run downstairs go out in the garage look at it we've got a dead hot water heater, 2,500 bucks plus a plumber. So if you're not prepared for that, it's a mess. It's going on a credit card at 28% interest or higher. See where yeah. I'm going with this? So going back to budgeting, it's so important to have a budget. So number three, um, this is something that will happen, not might happen, it will happen, plumbing issues. Yeah, especially if you have got galvanized plumbing. Mm -hmm that serves to be a lot of issues and you want to get ahead of that yep. and um you don't i mean it, it, this might sound seem super obvious yep. but if you are reactive on maintenance you're yep. going to pay significantly there go. more there you go if you have a plan and you're proactive like let's use your water heater thing yeah. if you had an ideal expiration on the use of that you could proactively schedule yep. the plumber you could maybe take advantage of some sales yep. and save yourself significant yeah. money or checkpoints so a mm, lot of the things that i advise my clients is every six months just go in your your bathrooms 
kitchens and just look underneath and see if you see any signs of water. Maybe just reach up there, tighten hmm. some of the, I don't even know what they call them because I'm not a plumber, but yep. you know what I'm talking, those attachment, those uh, valve, I don't know. What, yeah. what else? You know what I'm talking about, right? On the on the pipes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And so just go in and run a check. But the big thing that I do, because as you can tell from me talking, I am not super, super savvy when it comes to home maintenance stuff. So yeah, I no just one's look. giving us an orange apron <laughs> when we walk. <laughs> no, I did not intern at the depot. But my point is, I am going to go in there and I'm going to check and see if there is water damage under our kitchen sink with the disposal and 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 stuff like that. So being cautious of those items right. is big. So having that checklist every three to six months. Uh, something that's becoming more and more important, number four, is security. Uh, and I can really relate to this because w my wife and I, our primary home, we live in the inner city of Portland, mm -hmm. so there's more activity mm -hmm. um, than yeah. the burbs. Yeah. Just it happens. It's part of living in the city. So yeah. a ring doorbell doesn't cut anymore. I don't care if you're in the you know, yeah. most expensive areas or the ghetto, yeah. like it seems like people don't care if there's a ring doorbell there. So one of the things we did, Dan, was we did perimeter exterior lighting. Mm. And though that did increase our utility costs, we're one of the only homes within our neighborhood that has fully lit, like our cars have lighting yep. near it, the house, the fence, the side yeah. access points. Yeah. And that's a security line item for me. Yeah. That's big and you just hit it utility costs yeah so that's number five so sometimes when you go to purchase a home you don't budget additional utility costs like what you said with security lighting or yep. with security systems um nowadays i know with xfinity you can upgrade your wi-fi and get your security built into all of that well it's not mm -hmm. free so just being cautious of security number five is utilities mm -hmm. being cautious of all the utilities and potential future utilities that you have to pay. In my last sub to add to the utility piece, when you first move in, reach out to your local electric and utility bill companies, mm -hmm. and you can actually get the average cost for the unit from the previous occupant, yeah. which is huge. Like, oh, what is this? What was the average, you know, cost here? You can also, um, after about a year of living in it, they will let you average out your year cost on a payment if you're, mm -hmm. Like say you have really cold winters and you have to use a lot of heat, but in the Pacific Northwest, we don't use a massive amount of air conditioning. So for us, like our gas bill and heat bill is yeah. very high and then it drops. So you can actually go through and average that once you've lived there for a year yeah. with Portland PG or yep. whatnot. So that's another tip if you're looking for consistency on the yep. bills and not be reactive ones. Smart, 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 smart. Before I wrap up, yeah, how what, much do, you, what do you have to add? I've got one last, one last hidden cost. Yeah, I would just say like, I. so this term my neighbor told me, like we both moved into our new builds at the same time and mm -hmm. you know, we're doing the, the husband thing out and talking yeah. and all this like weekend trips. So like TJ Maxx, home goods, yeah. all this stuff. And like Rick, my neighbor was telling me, he's like, you know, the cost of making it your own needs to be factored in. And yeah. a light bulb went off. You're like, yeah, regardless things like you're going to want to get pillows, throws, decorating the stuff. And you want it to feel comfortable. And if you, that, those, those yeah. add up, man. So Big time. It's, it's so huge and it's a perfect, we didn't even plan this, but it's a perfect transition into my tie down. The last one, which is your property and property taxes. So whether it be a deck, landscaping, buying right. a lawnmower, a weed whacker, fertilizer, lawn care. Um, 
what do you call them? Landscapers. Yeah. You have to hire. <laughs> my brain. <laughs> this is not my specialty. No, it's uh, good. But all of that stuff is so big. And then on top of all of that, property taxes. Property taxes very rarely go down. In fact, I've not seen them in my career go down. Um, as your home value goes yeah. up and as your community <clears throat> grows, property taxes increase. So, so that is an increased cost that you need to budget for. So going back to where we started today, if you're budgeting properly, if you're acting like a condos homeowners association does and manages their budget and their reserves, and you do the same as an independent homeowner, you're going to be on the right track. You're going to be able to weather a storm and you're going to end up coming out the other side of homeownership as a wealthy homeowner. That's one part of it. I'd, I do want to encourage people too, because it's early in the year and a lot of people are talking to their employers about their annual review. Mm -hmm. And we dealt with this when my wife was in the corporate world, she's now out, but every year you get one chance to like review and yeah. really lobby now this year, yeah. guys, especially with inflation and just the cost of yeah. living and lobby on inflation when you're renegotiating your annual yep. salary and explain to them just like take these five points look i've got utility costs increasing yep. i got this because oftentimes i've noticed companies do not give you an increase yep. like the cost of living increased yep. isn't an assessment it's like one to two percent yep. and this year in 2022 we're looking at four to nine percent yep. inflation rate depending on what we're analyzing yep. so be an advocate for yourself yep. have your numbers dialed and stay in that proactive mindset so so smart man this was a great yeah. episode i think it has nothing to do with finance it has nothing to do with buying real estate it has to do with owning real, real estate so part of being a wealthy homeowner is making smart financial decisions mm -hmm. up front and then being prepared with your financial decisions as you own a home so i hope this information was valuable we have more information on youtube on our youtube channel wealthy homeowner on youtube put a link right here and go over and check that out. I think there's a lot of tips over there that'll help you. Uh, but for now, this is great, man. Thank you for letting me crash your studio again. Yeah, all, of course. No, it was a pleasure. It was a great episode and can't wait for the next one. We'll do it.